Welcome back to the Dream Lab Collective, a podcast where we go behind the mindset of high-achieving Latinas. I'm Sabrina Castillo, and I will not be your host today, but I am excited to go into exactly what you're going to get yourself into today. Today's episode was not recorded or intended for the podcast originally, but we felt like it was too good to not share it. This podcast that we're releasing today is an audio from a group coaching call keynote that we had in January. In January, the Dream Lab Collective went through overcoming obstacles because when life gets hard, you still have to push forward. Audrey interviewed Marina Yusupova, founder of Three Kilos Vodka, about overcoming obstacles, being resilient, what it took to launch a new product in the pandemic. And she really shares a message about how maybe we don't just have one road, but multiple roads, and we get to decide what those are for us. So enjoy this conversation. Please keep in mind, this was not recorded originally for the podcast. So as you hear a little thump or bump there, Stay connected and rooted to the message because I know that you're going to get something out of this. I know I did, and it was just fun to hear Audrey and Marina talk. Happy Friday. Enjoy. Stay tuned to the end where I make a special announcement on how you can get reconnected with your purpose. Welcome, guys, to our first keynote speech with my beautiful friend and founder of Tres Kilos Vodka and Pignac, Marina Yusupo. I have to tell you guys, Marina, well, I know her as Mariana, but I used yes. to call her. Um, she, like, my best friend growing up, like, 15 years old, 15, 16, until I moved to DR, and, you know, but we've always stayed in touch, as you can see by the fact that I'm bringing her on this call. She's there with her pina bottle, which we're going to learn all about. So as you guys know, this month is about turning triumphs, I mean, obstacles into triumphs. So she is extremely successful. First of all, she's a pharmacist. She went to school. She got her degree. She got married. She has her kids. And then she started this business. So that already tells you that she knows how to multitask. She knows how to pivot in her life. She knows how to handle a lot of things on her plate because just being a wife and a mom is a lot. But being as successful as she is, I can tell you it doesn't come easy. You know, I've known her, like you can say, I've known her since I was young. And she's always been so applied to everything that she does. Always, like she and I were always neck and neck with our grades and just doing the best we can with everything. And what I love about her is that, you know, she's not Latina, but, we, we talk about in the Dream Lab how we are the daughters of the American dream. She and I grew up the same. So when all of our friends were out hanging out in the mall, she and I would be home like, yeah, girl, my mom didn't let me out tonight either. <laughs> That's right. So we grew up very, very similarly, similar values. So I'm just so honored to have you here, girl. Take it away and tell us about your story, how you started in your career, and what brought you to go into the spirits business? Well, thank you for such a beautiful introduction. I am so honored to be a part of your show and I gotta give it up to you as well, uh, boss lady and entrepreneur. Um, all the things that you said about me can double and be applied directly to you. 
Um, you're also a wife and a mom and you know you started your own business. So uh, grateful to you for your help with, through Beachbody, I remember years ago, helping me lose my baby fat. Um, but anyway, yes, so I'm extremely proud of you. Uh, with that being said, um, yes, I, you know, I did go to pharmacy school right after high school. I did get my doctor of pharmacy degree and right away, um, my husband and I, who we were high school sweethearts, although didn't go to the same high school, um, we were high school sweethearts. We got married, uh, right after I finished college and we went into becoming entrepreneurs by, by purchasing our, our very first pharmacy. Um, we spent about a decade there had my two beautiful kids there. And, you know, we kind of decided together with my husband that we didn't want to be enclosed in a, in a setting, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, spend 12 hour shifts in, in one place without being able to apply our knowledge and apply our um, entrepreneurial skills, uh, you know, because the pharmacy is just so limited with things you can do. Uh, so after we got tired of that and after, after Hurricane Sandy hit, which was one of the obstacles that we had to overcome because we were in Brooklyn, right by the water in Brighton Beach. So our pharmacy got completely wiped out and we did have other sources of income that were also on Brighton Beach, also got completely wiped out. Um, you know, we decided that we should think outside the box. Shark Tank just became like, you know, a big thing back then. So we were constantly watching, constantly thinking, how can we come up with something? And the first thing that, uh, you know, we decided, and I think it's very important to have a great partner by your side, which I have. My husband, besides being, you know, my husband and the father of my children, he's also my partner in, in, my, in my businesses. So we came up with three kilos vodka. As you said, tres kilos. Audrey, I still haven't forgotten my Spanish. <laughs> I used to practice. Um, but anyway, so three kilos vodka came first in 2015. It's a patented bottle. It comes in two flavors. This is the regular and then we have the cocoa gold. Um, and then very shortly after that, while vacationing um, on an island in St. Barthes, we got served uh, drinks in a carved out pineapple. So, you know, light one on our head and said, hey, why isn't there a drink already to ready to drink liqueur in a pineapple shaped bottle? And that's how Pignac came to be also patented. Um, the bottle is patented, the shape is patented, and then the screwing of the cap on the bottom of the bottle as like a uh, utility, as a functionality is also patented. So it becomes a stand. And this is available in three flavors as well. Pignac Rosé, Pignac Culata, and the Pignac Original, which is um, passion fruit flavor. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. What was that? It's happy hour somewhere. Like that's my it's happy hour somewhere all the time. Yes. <laughs> so we talk a lot here in the Dream Lab about how, as women, we are raised that there's a plan, right? We go to school, we graduate, get a job, marriage, kids, buy the house, right? And you did those things. And as long as I knew you, I knew you were going to be a pharmacist. Yes. I knew that that was the plan for you. So you talked about Hurricane Sandy hitting and you had to change courses right there. That's a huge obstacle. But what was going through your mind? Did you ever feel like, is this all that there is for my life? You know, I, 
I did. And I was, I was disappointed because like I said, like I felt there was a cap and I felt that there was just so much of me and my husband to go around, although we can open up other pharmacies, but unless we ourselves as business, as the owners and as the main pharmacists presently there, things don't get done the way you would want them to. So that's one of the things that, that I saw that was kind of declining after I had my kids uh, and we had a huge pharmacy. So I was in charge of the pharmacy department and Gabriel was in charge of the over-the-counter. So when I wasn't presently there in the pharmacy department, I saw things weren't happening the way they were happening when I was there. Customers were complaining, patients were complaining and so on and so forth. So I'm like, you know, I, I as a mom, I wanna spend time with my kids. And as a businesswoman, I want to devote my time to my business so that I can make sure that it, you know, there's a return on investment. And I wasn't able to do that at the same time in the pharmacy because I physically always had to be there as a pharmacist by law. So, um, yeah, I was disappointed that the, I, I couldn't grow as I wanted to grow. And that's, that's really frustrating because I know you would know the way you apply yourself to everything that you do. And I'm sure you wanted to really divide yourself up as a family woman and into this business because it is all on you. That's one of the things about entrepreneurship that, yeah, it's cool to be the one that calls the shots and makes the money. But at the end of the day, like holidays and all these yep. days when employees can call out sick, you can never call out sick. So I want to know, like, emotionally, how did you deal with that? Like, I'm sure it's, I've been there. It's, it's stressful. And you feel like, how do I give? And you feel like the mom guilt for not being as oh, yeah. as you want with the kids. So what were ways that you dealt with that back then? Um, I know there was a lot of talking going on, you know, a lot of planning going on, especially when we transitioned from the pharmacy into Pignac and three kilos. Um, there was a lot of fear going on. And um, because, you know, there was a lot of uncertainties as well. Uh, but there was, there was definitely a lot of talking, a lot of communication. Um, I had, you know, a great support system, A, with my husband and B, with my parents and my mom and my sisters. Um, but also, you know, I know you're big on prayer and uh, faith and stuff like that, which I am too, although we're not the same religion, but you know, God is God. So there was definitely a lot of that going on as well. Um, and just, you know, I learned over the years to manifest, which is the word that I use here in the office a lot. I actually told my team to make a huge sign that says manifest, because we have such big goals and dreams for Pinac and three kilos that when you envision things, um, you know, they come too. So I am not one to be negative. I always try to think positive. Um, and it's just a lot of like internal battling, a lot of like, you know what, you're put in the situation because God wants you to be in the situation. And he puts you in the situation because he knows that you can handle it and you'll become like stronger. And that's kind of what happened. We were, we were like, you know, pushed into a corner in the pharmacy and we fought our way through and, and, you know, had two great brands that are that are international right now three kilos and pinac so so that was kind of what came out of that which was great i really love that because one of the things that we talk the most about in here in the dream lab collective is about fear and overcoming yeah. that fear and i was speaking on sunday i was doing a coaching call and i said like you know there's going to come a point where it's like you cannot deal with it anymore like you talked about being put in a corner it's like yes you're scared right 
but there just comes a point that you just can't live like that anymore. And it's like, you make that choice. You take that leap of faith or you don't, you stay stagnant forever. So now you decide that you're going to go into this industry. Like, did you have any experience? Did you know someone that had experience? None. I don't know if you remember when we were in high school, Gabriel's parents had a liquor store in Queens. So that's kind of really the only experience we had when it came to liquor. We went into this business so blind, Audrey, you don't understand. Literally, we went, we took, we packed our bags and we went um, on our first trip to France to find a, a distillery. We just wrote things on a piece of paper and uh, back in 2015 and just went there, you know, like I said, blind. We went there on a Sunday. We didn't even know that um, we went to Cognac, which is a region where a distillery would have been. And we didn't even know that on Sundays, everything is closed. So we came, there was no trains, there was no cars, there was no cabs. We literally had to walk with our luggages from, um, from the station to, the, to our hotel. Uh, so we were, we were so scared, uh, but when we were so blind, but again, for me, my motto is like, although I, I like to plan, I just said, you know what, day by day, because in this industry, there's a lot of traveling. There's a lot of, um, you know, obviously, uh, financial investments. And if I really sat down and thought of all that on day one, I probably would be like, what am I crazy? But instead, you know, we said day by day, day by day. And here we go, five years later, two successful brands later. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it happened. It happened. I really love that because when we get into that mindset, kind of like, well, who do I think I am? Like, you can, yeah. I'm already successful. We're established. I don't have to go and like figure this out. And it's hilarious that you showed up in France and like not even knowing how things were running over there. Yeah. But, like I see you like hanging out with 50 cent on your yeah. Instagram. <laughs> so like it paid off for you. Tell me something. What did your parents say to you and Gabe when you were like, yeah, so we're going to go start this brand. Yeah. So the funny part is when, when we had the idea for three kilos vodka, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone because I knew that most people would be like, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I even told my parents, um, and I think my very close friends that, uh, we had to go to France for, for some like jewelry show or something like that, because it was like, you know, we just got off of Sandy. We lost almost everything. And here we are flying to France, you know, it's like, what, the, what would people think? But I told my, I told my parents, um, I think just my mom knew and she was, and I, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to hear anything. I'm just telling you because just in case if something happens, I need you to know where I am. Um, but, uh, you know, we have this idea and we're going to go forward with it and we're going to go, we're going to look for a distillery. Um, but I didn't tell a lot of people for a very long time. We went to France in March and, uh, or February, March. And I think in June, July, our friends started getting upset with us because rumors started going around in our community that we're doing something with gold bars, you know, we're doing something with gold. And our friends came up to us one time and were like, you know, what's going on? Um, but we just didn't want like an outside of outside negative thoughts and, you know, anyone's opinions to block our, our goal. Yeah. You know, it, there's an important balance between speaking at your goals, because statistically it's proven that you're more likely to achieve your goals when you say them and you write them out loud. But yeah. also there's, you have to really preserve your mindset. 
because the people closest to you that love you are probably going to be the ones talking you out of things just because they don't want to see you struggle. They don't want to see right. you hurt. So that's interesting that you did all of this, like a revolution in your life. Yeah. Without really sharing it with people until you were ready. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this year. You launch this new product and the world shuts down. Oh my God, Audrey, if I tell you. So we had paint, we had three kilos of vodka since 2000 and let's say at end of 2015. So then we thought of the idea for Pignac in 2016. Until we patented it and all that stuff, we finally were able to launch it in 2020, January 1st. We were ready to launch. And all of a sudden we started feeling the effects of Corona because our bottling comp, our, our glass factories overseas. In, uh, in Southeast Asia, they started shutting down little by little. So our containers from there to Holland, which is where it's made, which is where it's bottled, got delayed. So instead of a January launch, we had to postpone it to a February launch. And we got a contract through the relationships that we've made over the years with New Kilos with a nationwide distributor known as Southern Glacier Wine and Spirits, the biggest, the biggest distributor in the United States. So, they put us into their portfolio for 2020. And of course, now we had to tell them, listen, we cannot do it in February because our containers are still delayed. We have to do it in March. March became April, but okay, finally April, we were able to launch. March 6th, we go to Florida and we present it to the Tampa sales team. Already the world is slowly but slowly starting to shut down, you know, Spain and Italy and little by little. But of course, we're so fired up into launching here and we're not even paying attention to what's going on. We're like, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You know, we have faith, faith in God. This is going to be okay. The week, a week later, we're supposed to fly down and present to the South Florida team. So we go down and on March 12th, we're having a mini meeting with our team there. March 12th evening, we're preparing. I got my outfit, you know, doing my hair and stuff like that. We get it. We get a notice. Starting tomorrow, March 13th, 2020, the entire company, a 20, a $20 billion company with over 20,000 employees will be going on complete lockdown. So my hands, like, you know, my heart fell to my, to my knees and it was, it was such a tragedy. Like I started getting emotional, obviously. I called my mom, you know, we've been working on this for so long. This is a big, big break that we get in the industry. And literally hours before we get to launch, everything shuts down, everything shuts down. So that was very, very difficult. We kind of packed our bags and came back to New York and we're like, what now? what's going to happen? You know, we have so much money put into so many bottles and we have to sell them now. How's it going to be? And we just, you know, we had meetings with our teams and kind of told them to, you know, everything's so up in the air now. We don't know what's going to happen. No one knew what was going to happen. Um, and, you know, that was, that was that in March. It was, it was very, very difficult, very difficult. You know, Darren Hardy, says that when you have when he has a bad day he gives himself one day to feel bad and then he gets to work what did you and Gabe do at this moment all this money tied into this and with no no outcome in sight yeah so I think what helped us was that we weren't the only ones going through this and it's like, you know what, the whole world is going through this. Multi-billion dollar companies are going through this. Um, and I think our experiences with 
uh, Sandy and what happened to us in the pharmacy kind of prepared us emotionally for this. We didn't take it as bad as we could have or we should have. And we said, you know what, day by day, let's just take it day by day and, you know, quarantining and sitting at home and, you know, the kids were off from school and, you know, we turned something that was supposed to be such a devastating situation. And uh, I mean, we're very hands-on with the kids to begin with, but we were even more hands-on with the kids, you know, where we would just, just, we didn't have to rush anywhere, like end of March and April, we were just chilling, like as everyone else was, um, we were, you know, taking walks with our dog and, you know, just walking for three, four hours a day and just Monopoly and cards and whatever you want to call it. So we were literally taking it day by day. We were still in very good um, communications with all of our partners around the world. And we were all, all kind of like holding hands and saying, you know what, we lift today. Let's see what tomorrow brings. We lift today. Let's see what tomorrow brings. And then um, I don't want to say fortunately or not fortunately, since things were shutting down, people were having their, you know, cocktails at home. And what ended up to be what we thought would be like a little bit of a, of a down, downward uh, trend for our business actually started to go <laughs> somewhat up, up um, because Pignac was uh, in stores already in, uh, in New York in, I believe, yeah, end of April just because we had the, the relationships that we put in and we see the liquor stores that it was in, like five liquor stores at that time, we see that it was, you know, the liquor stores were calling us, the owners and saying, do you have any more? Do you have any more? Do you have any more? So we were like, wait a second, you know, of course people are home and then not going out, not having their cocktails on a, you know, unhappy hour. So they're, they're responsibly mm -hmm. drinking, enjoying their time at home. And so that kind of, you know, end of April and, and even into May, and I remember Mother's Day, we started like visiting accounts, you know, safely with masks and gloves. And we saw that Pignac and Three Kilos was literally flying off the shelf. People had nowhere else to go. No restaurants were open. You can't go to like families' homes at that time. You know, everyone was just so scared. Um, and that was, that was it. We started doing, I think last year was one of our best years that wow. we had. God is so good. I love two things that you just said. First of all, you talked about Sandy as being preparation for what you went through. Because that's the thing, when things happen to us, we feel like probably like even angry with God. Like, yeah. Did you allow me to go through this? Not knowing that everything God does is for our preparation. So if you wouldn't have had that trial emotionally, you wouldn't have been able to deal with this now. Really and I love that you, instead of complaining, it sounds like you just took the time to just really embrace where you were in your life. You controlled the controllable, which is, you know, like, let me pour into my kids. Yep. Let me go out for a walk. Let me do things that keep me grounded, you know? And that, that's so important because easily you could have freaked out. If you, I know you guys have so much money invested in this and so many hopes for this product. And then look at what happens when you put in the work, like, it didn't turn out the way you expected. I'm sure you were expecting to be with this product in clubs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then people are home in their pajamas drinking it. Yeah. 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 It was, it was good. It was, it was, it, I don't want to say good because I know that a lot of people, you know, suffered during that time, but we definitely took that opportunity. And instead of, like you said, sitting, moping, complaining and going into depression, like many people did, 
um, you know, we took that opportunity and we were just, you know, well, let's just chill. We don't have to wake up at six in the morning to give the kids to school. We can just, you know, lay till 11 o'clock or whatever it is and then start our day at noon. That was, you know, it was, it was relaxing, I, I should say. It wasn't, it wasn't as nerve wracking as it should have been. And I think it is because we were prepared by God in our previous um, endeavors in life, for sure. I'm so happy that things turned out better than you expected for you and Gabe with three kilos. I see it and I think three kilos <laughs> and Pignac. Now for the women, but to wrap it up for the women on the call that are, I, we hear fear a lot, like I said earlier, and for the women that are experiencing fear to go forward in their businesses, who are experiencing limiting beliefs, can you talk to us a little bit about what you would recommend, what you would say to the woman that is facing some hardships, facing some trials, facing doubts and fears in her own head? What would you tell her? I would definitely say take three deep breaths, first of all, because that's important. I do that a lot. Um, and I would say, you know what, go for it. Take that first step without really, really thinking too much into what can happen or what will happen. Take that first step, take it day by day, you know, manifest, believe in yourself. That's very important. Don't be afraid. You know, you, like I listen to a lot of motivational speeches, especially in the morning when I walk my dog or have a workout and like Steve Harvey and Will Smith and Oprah and like a bunch of these guys that just talk a lot, like you are put here for a reason and you only have a limited amount of time and it's a shame with things that all the things that we have literally at our fingertips like our phones for not be able to be somewhat successful in anything that you do because there's so many uh, opportunities available small or big you know you don't have to invest a lot of money into some something that you can do from from your home or whatever but just take that first step and you will see before you know it five years have gone by and you're you know in, in all over the world or whatever it is that you want to be and it's just it's a blur so if you don't start now you know the longer you wait the longer it's going to take I kind of wish we would start a little bit earlier so that way at this time we would have been kind of more ahead but like you said you know God puts us there for a reason so but don't be afraid and you know listen to a lot of motivational speeches read a lot of motivational books I think that's very important um, have faith and, you know, make sure you have a great circle around you that are supportive because that's, I think, very, very important. Um, and just go for it. Just really, really go for it. Wow. I'm so inspired. I'm on fire. I love, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I'm just, as your friend, I'm so happy to see you just shining. Thank and you, Audrey. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. thank you so much for being here and we'll be in touch. Definitely. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye. We hope you really enjoyed that episode. We wanted to make that available outside of our community because we want you to know that you get to change your mind. You can pivot. You decide what you want to do with your life. Maybe you don't just have one road available to you. Maybe you have two or three available to you. You are the creator of those roads. And if you want to feel like you're ready to get reconnected with yourself and your purpose, but you don't know where to get started because it's just hard for you, we want you to know that it's already inside of you and we want to help you really unlock that potential. To get reconnected with your purpose in faith with confidence, I invite you to join us for a 14-day 
guided journey by Audrey, which is amazing because I've already gone through the journey. Join us and we will also include two group coaching calls where we'll really break down the limiting beliefs that are holding you back because your thoughts are creating the results that you have. And we want you to just reshift that. So join us. We start June 14th. Go to thedreamlet.info, sign up, get the information, and we can't wait for you to get started on this. Have a good Friday.